Hello, you're listening to the second episode of a special three-part mini-series of bonus content for Trench Leadership, a podcast from the front. This mini-series satisfies the knowledge product requirements for Simon Cardinal to complete his Master of Arts in Leadership from Royal Roads University. Over the course of the mini-series, you will hear how Simon's research helped answer his primary inquiry of question. How might the Canadian Armed Forces better align educational initiatives and opportunities for senior non-commissioned members to enhance their success at the strategic leadership team level? In this episode, Simon will provide details of the findings, conclusions, and limitations of his engaged leadership project. So break out your earbuds, get comfy, set the treadmill speed, or take the dog for a walk. Because here's your host, Simon Cardinal. Hi folks, we have another great show lined up for you and I can't wait to share more information from my Engaged Leadership Project. Okay, I don't want to keep you waiting, so let's just jump into it and start discussing the findings. Finding number one, blending formal and experiential education is highly beneficial to prepare senior non-commissioned members for strategic leadership teams. A common theme that emerged was the importance and value of blending informal and formal education to give senior non-commissioned members a more balanced ability to be present and contribute at the strategic table. True view of what does our organization look like and where does it sit in the world stage, including Government of Canada, international organizations, uh, NGOs, where do we fit in that cog? And I think that's going to be very important. It has been very important for me working at the strategic level to understand what politics means, to understand what different politics in the world mean, what different viewpoints and perspectives mean. So I'm able to have conversations at a certain level that I definitely wasn't able to before where I understand stuff. I don't just, I'm not just shrinking onto the wall and thinking I'll let these generals talk about it. You know, when I'm in these meetings with the VCDS and all the L1s, I understand exactly what they're talking about with capabilities that they're going to need and changing world uh, events and what that's going to bring in the next three to three to five years. So that's something that the education provided at RMC really did for me. Furthermore, it was universally agreed that senior non-commissioned members receiving critical thinking skills is crucial for the success of the strategic leadership team. In fact, one participant said that majors learn planning early on in their careers but senior NCOs get this much later because they need to understand what their officer is thinking and why. In relation to experiential learning, participants discussed the value in providing more exchange programs for senior non-commissioned members. On numerous occasions by the majority of participants, recognition was given to the many invaluable skills that an expanded exchange program would provide for the senior NCM. Also noted by participants was the lack of opportunities to work outside the tactical world as a member climbs the rank structure. As one participant stated, gaining exposure to different roles within and outside a member's trade pushes them outside their comfort level. And this is important because the senior non-commissioned member needs to be able to see beyond the tactical level. Finding number two. Identifying the roles of the strategic senior non-commissioned member is required to know what formal education is required. The need to clarify the role of the senior non-commissioned member was mentioned seven times by six different people from across the spectrum of participants. A participant observed, we need something. 
We don't know what something is and when it should happen, but we need something. And so by not having a clear identity of what the senior non-commissioned member is supposed to be or a clearly defined role, it is challenging to provide the educational opportunities, both formal and informal, at the right time in a senior non-commissioned member's career path. As one senior NCM participant was quoted as saying, if we succeed in our role, it's more by accident than by design. Finding number three, formal education helps senior non-commissioned members gain and retain credibility. Education gives credibility. This exact quote was said three times by three different participants. Building credibility takes time, but ruining it can be instantaneous. And in the case of this research paper, participants all agreed that formal education gives the senior non-commissioned member street credibility when it comes time to contribute at the strategic level. It was mentioned how the past system of choosing senior non-commissioned members for strategic roles was based on the need to put bums in seats, and how selection was based on their skills at the tactical level, not necessarily their potential to perform at the strategic level. The resulting transition to the strategic world often meant that senior non-commissioned members were overwhelmed because they did not have the formal education to understand the complexities and different expectations that were now placed on them, thereby damaging their credibility. As one participant noted, Because we were plugging holes before and we were putting people in seats just to, to uh, you know, put, put, so we didn't have an empty seat. But what that did was it, 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 you know, did not lend well to our credibility with our officers because we sat there like bumps on a log and we couldn't answer a freaking question, nor could we, you know, put our opinion in anywhere because the whole information was going flipping right over our heads. Like we just didn't understand it. Well, that's it for the findings. Up next, we will discuss the conclusions. Welcome back. Conclusion number one, blended education, experiential and formal, will enhance the senior non-commissioned member's skill set to act as part of a strategic leadership team. The largest consensus found in the data was that all participants agreed that a blended educational format was the best option for senior non-commissioned members. Of note, the majority of the participants mentioned that formal education delivered at the right time in a senior non-commissioned member's career is a natural break from the role of tactical senior non-commissioned member to strategic senior NCM. The senior NCMs universally agreed that exposure to different ways of thinking and acting could only help broaden the skill set of the strategic senior non-commissioned member. The officers had the same sentiment, citing how their interactions with senior NCMs who had been deployed to an out-of-Canada posting often returned with a rich and diverse perspective of worldviews, and then they tended to be more capable to communicate effectively at the strategic level. Conclusion number two, providing a clear identity for the senior non-commissioned core is vital to creating a definition of the roles for strategic non-commissioned members. It was asserted by the commanders and senior non-commissioned members that a lack of identity for senior non-commissioned members can result in the commander not being able to effectively utilize the senior non-commissioned member thereby reducing the effectiveness of the strategic leadership team. However, this is a known challenge and initiatives such as the Chief Petty Officer First Class slash Chief Warrant Officer Preferred Path Program are beginning to provide some identity clarity. 
Conclusion number three. Formal education will give senior non-commissioned members credibility at the strategic level. All participants agreed that formal education creates tangible benefits for the senior NCM and the strategic leadership team. Formal education provides the senior non-commissioned member with credibility because the learnings expand their mindset, giving them the capability to think and speak at the strategic level. Further, the senior NCMs agreed that the NEPDP was a useful formal education offering and that the Certificate of Advanced Military Studies is a step in the right direction. Some previous students mentioned how they couldn't see the benefit of the program while they were undertaking the program, but once they ascended to the strategic level, the advantages of the course load giving worldviews and expanding critical thinking skills allowed them to respond to questions and tasks from a strategic perspective, which gave them credibility with their commander. Those are the conclusions. Up next, the limitations. And we are back. Research projects have the potential to be limited in some fashion, and my ELP was certainly no exception. For me, time was the first limitation. After a number of unexpected obstacles, I ended up with only one and a half months to send out invitations, conduct the research, create the research paper and the associated knowledge product, and to get it all formally approved. And so you can hear, time was certainly not a friend to me. My next limitation was sample size. While I originally had relatively good sample sizes, scheduling conflicts resulted in two of the focus groups having to turn into one-on-one -on -one interviews, as well as some potential participants not being able to participate at all. But that's okay. Such is life. The third limitation was technology. In my case, all of the participants were currently serving Canadian Armed Forces members, and while the CAF prefers to utilize Microsoft Teams, I am an ardent Zoom connoisseur, and so the challenge became to find platforms that worked for everyone. But don't worry, we figured it all out. And if you remember way back in episode one, no plan survives first contact, and such was the case of my research. Well, that's episode two in the books. In this episode, we talked about the findings, conclusions, and limitations that were found during my Engaged Leadership Project. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you right away for episode three. Well, there you have it. A few glorious minutes of discussions about how the Canadian Armed Forces can enhance its educational initiatives to better support its senior non-commissioned members for their roles within strategic leadership teams. But wait, we aren't done. If you want to hear more, all you need to do is press play on the next episode and you will hear details of the research recommendations and the proposed implementation plan of Simon's Engaged Leadership Project. This bonus episode of Trench Leadership, a podcast from the front, is brought to you by Simon's Research Project, supported by iGlen Studios. Music provided by Ashamal of Music.